listeners, welcome back to the NFL podcast. We've got the rat back in action, Adzi Chalor. Big shout out to him uh, for chopping us out last week. But it's our NFL podcast, bringing all you Americans the latest and greatest in this world of NFL. It's week 18. It's a dead rubber week for some teams, but for some, it's the biggest week of all. There's a lot going on for players. Some are resting, some are fighting out for their contract incentives. Uh, some have got nothing to play for. It's There's a lot of things you need to be aware of for week 18. It's not the sexiest round, but there will be some games that will be hot. Before we dive in, the rat back in town. How are you, mate? How's your holidays been? Happy New Year. You too, Tommy. Very good, mate. Very good. Still got another week or so before we get back into it. But um, yeah, first Chrissy with the bub, mate. All good. All good. Um, dad lost crazy. I'm not doing as much as the missus, but still, still a trend like this. But um, I'm glad to be here, mate, and ready to get into it. Oh, mate, I'm sure you're pulling your weight. I've seen a few cute photos. It's uh, it's awesome to see. Mate, let's dive straight into the win and in. I'll read them out um, and then we'll go through because we're going to talk about these teams. But just for everyone listening, the season finale and, uh, you know, win and in. So the Bills win, they're in. There's obviously more to it. They win, um, you know, they win more than just being in. I think they go to the two seed. But uh, they win, they're in. The Jags need to win and they're in. Green Bay Packers, they win and they're in. The Buccaneers, they win and they're in. Houston Texans are playing the Colts. So that is a massive game. You win, you're in, you lose. I'm not sure. There's all these different scenarios, but we know if you win, you go in. So that's going to be on tomorrow as we record this. Um, and then I'll dive straight into some incentives, which are crazy because we know these contracts are heavily favored this way. And it's not like, you know, the ones that we know where you're maybe playing for games. These are crazy. See, DeAndre Hopkins can earn $1.5 million from seven receptions, 49 yards, and two touchdowns. That will be one to monitor. I think he gets a million dollars for yards. I'd have to check that, but I think that's the one that you want to be targeting. And then we have playoff bursts. Baker Mayfield and Geno Smith get $2 million if they can make the playoffs. Huge incentives, those ones. Um, Joe Mixon gets a $250,000 incentive for one touchdown. So keep your eyes on Joe in the uh, near the, the gold zone, as we like to call it. And then there's some silly ones like Dalton Shields, 107 yards and six receptions for 500 grand. Maybe, maybe not. And then Alexander Madison, 125 rush yards for 650K. Um, Leonard Floyd, 1.5 sacks for 2 million. And Clowney from the Ravens, 0.5 sacks. For 750k. Oh, and Darius Slayton, 750k. Um, if he's just active, so he just needs to play. So there's a few. I know I've just rattled a few off. There's a few other ones like Odell Beckham, but I think he's not playing. Jones needs uh, one sack for 1.25 mil. And Austin Eckler gets a hundred grand for 110 scrimmage yards, which is not massive. So look, there's a lot to play for for a few players, including uh, Jordan Love. He gets a 500k bonus, but I wanted to read them out before we dive in, Rat, because a lot of people will be doing multis and they will be taking them into account. So um, I wanted to read them out. Is there any of those ones that you you just heard where you're like, I really like that one? Mate, considering that the Bucks are playing the Panthers, I'm going to, like, I love the Baker one. And I also like that yards, as you mentioned, with D-Hop 
Um, Tannehill probably going to be well. Yeah, Tannehill is under center. Could be his last game for the Titans as well. Wouldn't be surprised if D Hop says, "Look, mate, I'll I'll sling you a hundred k if you get me fifty yards in the first quarter." So I like those two ones there. The other ones are still wishful thinking, I think. So it's going to have to be Baker Mayfield, or even that's the Bucks at the line there, and um, D Hop yards. Love it, mate. Yeah, love it. I love the D Hop yards. It's a million dollars for forty nine yards. I would. Be very, very surprised if he can't get that. Um, but anyway, we'll, let's get into the games. Plenty of games. What we did last week, um, we kind of skipped over games that weren't that important. So we'll do the same thing here. The Steelers are taking on the Ravens. The Ravens have, uh, I think they've announced that they're going to rest a fair few players. So no one really knows. Even the bookies haven't even put out a market for receivers from the Ravens side. So this game here, um, the Steelers do need to win still. So being in Baltimore, it, it does throw up a few things. It's hard to kind of pick where they're going. What's going to happen here? Do the Ravens try? Are they trying to? You know, they, they've always been a great preseason side. I've got nothing really to say. Um, I don't really know anything about this game because I don't know who's playing. So I'm kind of going to leave my opinion there. Um, I'd lean towards Pittsburgh uh, just because I think if I was the Ravens coach, I'd be resting as many players as possible. Um, what about you? Yeah, I reckon Pittsburgh win this, mate, uh, just with Tyler Huntley under centre. And they're going really well. And with Mason Rudolph putting a bit more pressure on the uh, opposition defence. So I reckon Pittsburgh win this one. Baltimore can't rest everyone, mate. We know there's only a certain amount of players on the roster. I reckon they're going to rest their sore players like we see. Odell bunged up. I don't think Flowers is playing. Lamar's definitely not playing. Uh, I wouldn't risk Roquan Smith over the like, like their star players on defence. So... I just think Pittsburgh um, are just going to have too much firepower here, even though it is away from home. Yeah, well said. And Lamar's definitely out. Humphrey's out. You know, um, they've got they've got uh, Flowers out. I mean, the, the list is going. They've got a few more on defense out. I just can't find it here. But there's a lot of players out. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Right, let's move on to this next game because it's a cracker. This is going to be on Sunday, 12.15 Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so 11.15 for you up the Gold Coast, right? But 12.15 for me in Melbourne. Houston taking on the Colts in a do or die. We just mentioned it before. I love this game. I think it's very easy to read. We have two teams here. So what we've just got here with, by the way, Sleepers updated the app and it's amazing. We can now see stats. But what I really love is pass yards for Houston. They're ranked fourth, right? And uh, But the yards per game, uh, they're only 22nd. But... But the Colts are 13th for yards per game. And and the, the thing that I love about Houston is they've got amazing run defense. And we know that. They did it again last week. They shut down Derrick Henry. So Jonathan Taylor is a stud running back. But so is Derrick Henry. I wonder if I wonder if they can monitor him and force Minshew through the air. Because I really, really, really like Minshew for 250 passing yards in this. And I think he'll be playing from behind. I love Pittman. I thought he'd come back last week. It was quiet. That always happens after concussion. But for me, in this game, I think CJ Stroud takes Houston into the finals. And the way he does it is with his arm, a little bit of Singletary, um, might get a bit of goal line. I think he can rush. I don't think the Colts, are, you know, they're not the best on the deck. Um, you know, they're not, they're not great at all, to be honest. They got This is a good matchup for Singletary. But I think CJ Stroud 
can use Nico Collins in the air and Singletary on the ground, and they'll manage the game. And I reckon Minshew for for passing yards, playing from behind, I really like that one. So the game script for me in my head, I feel like it's pretty simple. Um, I wouldn't be saying take Jonathan Taylor unders because that's the worst bet in history, taking blokes unders. But that's just how I have the game going. What do you think? Yeah, mate, I would love to see the Texans uh, make their way in on the back of CJ Stroud, obviously their rookie quarterback. But I just don't think, well, last week we didn't see it at Tennessee and then he had the two weeks off prior and then the week before at the Jets, uh, he didn't fire a shot. So, well, he obviously struggled struggled um, while missing against Tennessee and Cleveland. So I think the Colts get this one and you are right with the way I think they go about it. I reckon they get stopped with Taylor, but I just love Michael Pittman Jr. I would be surprised if he had 10 receptions on the, on the night. So I'm going to go with Indiana here to win at home. It's going to go off. I just don't think Stroud's shown enough the last five weeks or so with missing two and then having two stinkers as well. I reckon it might season might have uh, got away from him there, Tommy. Yeah, love it. I mean, you can say that, but I just think he's built differently, this bloke, but in saying that he is young and, Minshew's been around for a while. It's going to be a great game. I'm leaning towards Houston, um, and it'll be a great story for for them, uh, considering where they've been. Mate, next game, cracker, Buccaneers taking on the Panthers. I was joking. It's not a cracker at all. Bryce Young last (laughs) week was one of my best bets. He was horrific, and I apologize to everyone. He got a bit of a head knock. Went for 112 passing yards. After a week there, he went for 312 had a great matchup against the Jags. He gets another great match. This Bucks defense, he cannot run the ball against them. You've got to throw it. I don't know if I can trust Youngy Boy. I thought I'd turn a corner and uh, we're starting to see some uh, skill. He was horrific last week. This is uh, pretty simple for me. The Bucks win. Baker Mayfield gets his $2 million for uh, winning and going to the playoffs. And and how's he do it? Well, Evans was a bit quiet. I reckon Evans will get a touchdown and White will probably get one as well. And away we go. This is very simple for me, but yeah. Bucks all day long. What do you think? Yeah, mate. Bucks all day long. Take them at the line. And Mikey Evans to go for 100 yards and a tutty. Mate, love it. Next game, Cleveland taking on the Bengals. Cleveland will probably rest. they got Higgins out. Um, sorry, Cleveland. No, that's the that's the Bengals. Start with um, the Browns. The Browns, no doubt, probably going to rest all their players. There's no real need for them to win, is there, right? I mean, Cooper's going to be out. Ford's out. Yeah, they're in. Out. Yeah, they're in. So they're resting. So you go back to the other side, the Bengals. Mixon has that contract incentive for a touchdown. This game is at the Bengals. I I think I'm going to lean towards the Bengals, mate. I think they can get this one done. They've been pretty exciting, uh, I think, throughout the season. And and the player that I thought was very poor last week off the injury, but Jamar Chase had a real down week. Gets a tough matchup this week traditionally, but a lot of their players will be out. So... I think this will be a really good game to bet on. So I'm going to go Bengals, Jamar Chase for some yards, and I think Mixon might get his little anytime touchdown score for his incentive. Uh, why wouldn't he? I don't think the quarterback's going to QB sneak this week. That's what I'll be doing. I can't tell you what's going to happen at Cleveland because they're resting. You? Yeah, mate. I reckon you're spot on there. I would have gone the exact same. Uh, Bengals fighting for a positive record. So if they can finish the season 9-8, and eight, with everything that's gone on, uh, with Burrow missing and Browning coming in playing well, that's not how I reckon that's a great season for them. And the Browns, it's crazy how it's gone from right Joe Flacco in the thirty-eight-year-old, and now they're actually resting resting him before the playoffs because he can't get banged up as well. He's going that good. So Bengals for mine as well, um, just due to the way it's played. The Browns end. I don't think they'll be playing many. Just do the exact same. 
Well said, mate. Next game, the uh, Vikings are taking on the Lions. Jeez, the Lions were stiff. Did he report? Did he not report? Well, it looked like he reported to me, but the ref might not have seen it. There's also an argument to say that the defense weren't told the other guy did report, so they were told the other guy reported, so they covered him. There's a lot to break down with that. It was it was it, it's tough. I mean, it's tough if you're a uh, if you're a Lions fan. But the Vikings were so bad last week. Again, one of my best bets on the program. Justin Jefferson over 80 yards. He had 59. I thought the coach cost the the team picking the wrong quarterback to start. I thought it was really poor coaching to just sit him after a quarter and a half. They should have played. Mullins from the start, there's no need to play the young kid. Thought Mullins did a good job the week before. Um, anyway, this game now, uh, the Lions, I, I'd imagine, are all over them. I just think Jefferson for receiving yards again. I'll follow up on him because he gets this Lions secondary that's just been eaten up by C.D. Lamb. And yes, they're going to watch tape and try to fix it. But you, you go from Lamb to Jefferson... I mean, Jefferson's probably the best receiver in the game. I think he can go for 100 again this week. So I'm going to follow up on that one. Um, and I think the Lions will win. What do you think? But it's going to be interesting here. I reckon it's going to be an arm wrestle because Lions can still get the two seed uh, in their conference and have the week end off the first week of the playoffs. And I was just listening that the Vikings can actually make the playoffs, but they need three other teams to lose consecutively. So... They're still at like, that's the thing. They're, them being an early game, they're just going to want to make sure they take care of their business and let all the other teams, um, yeah, eventually. And hopefully those results go their way. So I reckon Justin Jefferson's going to go off. He's had a, a rough mid-trot to the season. So I reckon he's just going to go ballistic. I wouldn't be surprised if he went for 150 yards. We know the Detroit secondary gives up a lot. So I'm going to go Jefferson to just go off. I couldn't tell you a result here. Um, unsure. I know there's a lot on the line for the Lions being the two seed, so I'm just going to go Jefferson to pop off. Yeah, like it, mate. There's no markets at the moment, so just so everyone listening, we've done this as late as possible to get some markets, but they're still not up. I think this week 18's thrown a spanner in the works. No one knows who's in, who's out. Um, so we'll leave it at that, but I'd imagine it's going to be interesting because the Dan Campbell might want to rest players late. So, you know, you might, it might be like an NBA game where, you you know, you, it's like the Celtics playing the Jazz today. You, they just bench all their guns with a quarter and a half to go. So all their markets and prop markets don't hit. It's just a fascinating week 18, and it's a game that'll be tough. But what you do know is the Vikings are going to go into the, the final whistle. So I think Jefferson, and I, I personally think they'll be playing from behind. Um, so, yeah, mate, monitor that one. Let's keep scooting through here. We've got the Jets taking on the Patriots. There's a few rumors going around that Bill Belichick, uh, they, you know, they're not happy with him. Kraft's going to have a meeting with him on Monday, uh, you know, Monday being our Tuesday. Is this the last time we might see Bill Belichick coaching the Patriots? And if so, if he knows that, you'd imagine he wants to go out on a win. I also saw something that if he loses this week, he'd be like, the, I think it's like the most losses ever from a coach or something. It might be 500. So the Jets could hand that to them. That might be an incentive for them. I don't know. But this game to me is like, there's nothing to play for but pride. Um, and, you know, I just, yeah, I don't know where to look because the Patriots defense has been pretty good this year. So it's been ugly games and so is the Jets. So what would you do in this game, Rat? Because I've got nothing for you. Mate, it's just so fitting that this is, if this is Belichick's last game, that he does beat the Jets. He's tormented them for so long. Mate, that, that's all I've really got. As you said, it's just a dog's breakfast. I, I'm going to go New England at home. Um, yeah, against the Jets that he's tormented. That, that's all I've really got. Uh, their defense is 
traditionally pretty good. Um, so I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go the Pats to win here. Couldn't yeah. tell you how. Couldn't tell you how they're gonna do it. I just reckon. I, I might not even go um, anytime defensive touchdown. That that's what I reckon. And the Pats. Yeah, to win. I reckon it could just be low scoring. It just could be like a. Yeah, you could just take Patriots one to thirteen. The, the Jets are a tough tough outfit. I thought they fought hard last week, but. I don't know what they got to play for this week. And not that I'm saying you don't play hard to the final whistle. It is the last year. They'll be trying to win, but they're tough to win there. And if it is Bill's last game, fuck, you reckon he might be, he might say something to the boys pre-game. I don't know. I'm just thinking that might happen. Um, we'll, we'll soon find out, won't we, right? We will soon find out. Let's go to this next game. I think it's pretty big. The Falcons taking on the Saints. This game's big. Um, there's a few reasons why. I haven't got them in front of me right now. But we'll talk about the game. I thought the Saints were really impressive last week. They, I thought they were a good chance against the Bucks. The Bucks, the, they match up well against the Bucks. They've always, you know, Evans has always been traditionally quiet. This week they get the Falcons. I've said this week in week out. I get very frustrated with um, Bajan Robinson's workload, and it, and it happened again last week where he had 15 carries, but LGE had the touchdown. Uh, you just don't know who's going to get it. So the prop side of things is very tough. Whereas on the other side of things, I think Carr Alave says Kamara is questionable with a game time decision, but they're quite consistent. The only guy that I wouldn't have picked was Juwan Johnson, who just went off the Richter last week. He was enormous, um, but he's a tight end for the Saints, if you didn't know. But he just had a touchdown, 100 yards last week. It was out of the blue. So I just think this week I'll keep it simple. I think the Saints at home thought Alave was really quiet in a game where he should have had yards against that secondary uh i i think i think chris alave can get going again um and the saints can win what do you think yeah mate the saints have actually got going the last couple of weeks and i've been talking shit about Derek carr but he's actually found a bit of, found his groove the last couple of weeks um as you know kamara i actually really like kamara receptions uh this week the defensive line of atlanta is quite good so i reckon they'll put on a fair bit of pressure and he'll just dump a couple out to kamara um, and as you know, our results around Alave. And since Michael Thomas has gone out, Juwan Johnson has picked it up. Not too much on the Atlanta side of the ball. It's I can't tell you what they're doing from one week to the other. I reckon their coach, if it's a flogging, I reckon he might nearly get the arse, so they'll want to keep it tight. Uh, so I'm just going to go New Orleans here and Kamara receptions. I wouldn't mind that coach getting the, removed. And I don't say that lightly. I, I don't want anyone, I don't want you know bad things to happen to anyone. But he's just been so bad. Like... Why would you draft a running back so early and not use him like McCaffrey? It's just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense, and it soon will make sense. I'm sure they'll, they'll have a meeting. Last week, Pitts was really quiet, mate. He had five targets for one catch and five yards. He's been pretty good the last month before that. He'd gone for, well, I think he'd had on the last... 10 weeks almost, he'd had 25 yards plus. And, and when I say that, he, his line's always low, but 25 yards is like $1.50 for him every week. So I think he can get back to that 25, 35 against New Orleans, um, considering they might try to take down London. But yeah, my eyes is on Bajan Robinson. I think he can get a few catches uh, in the backfield. But yeah, I just, I trust Carr more um than Ritter or whoever's going to start for Atlanta. So I'm going to stick with them and they're at home. Let's move on to this next game. I find it fascinating. The Jags taking on the Titans at the Titans. Right. We know, I thought the Jags played outstanding last week, by the way. They responded quite well. I've been off them. They've been very poor. 
um, you know, like last week, if I look at the numbers, but they were, they had um, the Panthers, but they, I know that Panthers aren't going that well, but 26 love uh, just smoked them. And I thought, you know, big beefy, uh, he did an all right job. The big fella and ETN, big shout out to ads. He said would definitely get a touchdown because the Panthers are giving up touchdowns to every single team uh, that has a running back. So that's something that we didn't talk about earlier, right? Buccaneers are playing the Panthers. Our best bet on the program for me might be White to get a touchdown. Anyway, back to this game. Um, I really like, like, love, love, love Hopkins for this 50 yards. I just, I, I don't know if there's a market for it. I'll, I'll look at while you're talking. Uh, and I saw the press conference last week where Vrabel, the head coach for Titans, he was so angry, man. He obviously hates losing. We all hate losing. But at home, one week to go, nothing to really play for. Jags probably, they do need to play for something. They're 265. There's no prop market. I'm looking forward to seeing what they give Hopkins for his line. I reckon I'll Hopkins for 50 yards, $1.41. There you go. That's one of the best bets on the program for mine. So I'll be taking that. Um, and with Beathy or whoever's there, I don't know who's quarterback, if Trevor Lawrence has come back yet. But I think the Titans are a smoky, a real smoky this week. So I just reckon keep your eyes on that. I know Adzi Trelaw's a, a Titans man, and I reckon he'd be having a little play. But I don't trust the Jags. I thought last week they played, you know, they didn't play anyone. Bryce Young hurt himself early. So I think if there's a smoky this week, I would not be surprised the Titans at 265 can get a little jump on the Jags and Derek Henry can get over with Hopkins doing a lot of work in the air. What do you think? Mate, if Lawrence plays, which I think he does, I reckon the Jags win this. They need a win to make the playoffs. And just a little note there, it could be, well, I think it is Derek Henry's last game in a Titans uniform, which would be sad to see. Uh, Yes, so as I said, I reckon Jackson to win, Eddie N to get over. And Christian Kirk might be back from what I'm reading. So... If they start to get some weapons back, they could make some noise going into the playoffs. I reckon Jacksonville win this one. Yeah, right. So I saw something about um, Kirk being out. They'd lost five in a row and then they won last week. So he's back. That's good. That's a security blanket. Um, Derek Henry on the move next year. You reckon he's done? He's gone, mate. Their tenure there with Levis. Tannehill's done as well. It's going to be two of their guys that have been around for ages, two of their stalwarts last game in Tennessee. Wow. Does that mean they, they could blow the... They could blow, oh, mate. You don't know which way it's going to go. They do. They pay their respects to him, or what's the go? Because I reckon they could blow it up after this year. I was reading as well. If they blow it up, DeAndre Hopkins with contract the way it's structured, he's easy to get rid of as well. Um, yeah, it could it could all go to this game, mate. So they might look after him, or they might they might go the complete other way. Who knows? Well, let's keep an eye on it. There's a lot to look out for. This week's exciting, but also very tricky, mate. Next game, big Seahawks taking on Arizona at Arizona. Kyler Murray's just taken down Philly. Can't believe it. Just, uh, just I was so wrong last week. I thought Philly would win by as many you know points as you wanted. Kyler Murray's showing us that he's actually you know he, he was a, a superstar before he got injured. Geno Smith, um, they let me down last week, big time. I needed them to beat Pittsburgh at home. They didn't. Now he needs to win. They need a win to uh, you know they need a just keep winning. And if they go in, Geno Smith gets a $2 million incentive. We spoke about it earlier at the podcast. I can't really trust Seahawks, but I can't really trust Arizona. I know they've had a couple of wins, a few wins this year, and two of them have been against like, Dallas and Philly, which is outrageous when you think about it, all the teams they've lost to. But 
It was promising last week. It was it was, it was good signs. Kyler Murray, I mean, to put 35 points up against the Eagles, it's not like no one else has done that, but they used their receiver in Dorch. They finally got a wide receiver in the game, and it's been a while, mate, because they have not used any of them. Um, and Connor, he's been enormous, like 128 rushing yards and a touchdown. He's had a touchdown uh, every week the last four weeks. So if you – and Seattle will give up touchdowns. Harris got one last week for the Steelers. I think Connor again. So I don't mind Connor in this game um, for a touchdown, especially if they're behind all – they're in front. Like he just, he's just a bit of a workhorse. One game to go, why not? So, yeah, I um I like this game. I still think Seahawks win. Um, and with that contract incentive, you'd imagine they'll be trying their absolute guts out. And well, Gino will be anyway. What do you think happens? Yeah, mate, I reckon Arizona win this one at home. And as you mentioned, I reckon Connor gets over. But the Seattle secondary are really, really leaky. They give up massive yards to receivers. And, I'm, and I really like Trey McBride's receptions over under this week. That's five and a half. It's turned out to be his uh, number one target now with uh, Hollywood Brown out. So... That's a sneaky little same gamer there for me. I reckon on the weekend, we're going to go Arizona, McBride receptions over and Connor to get over. I reckon that's their recipe for success. Love it, mate. Love it. Well, can't believe you've tipped the cards. That's huge. Tell you what's huge. Your Bears defense have been huge and also the decision they've got to make around Justin Fields. They're taking on the Packers. Uh, this is the, one of the biggest rivalries in, you know, in the NFL. The Packers are at home. They need to win to go in. The Bears, I think, can mathematically make it if everyone loses and just flops. I don't think that'll happen, but they're still trying to play hard. So this game, if you're listening and you're having a little play on this game, this is a good one to target. Packers, Jordan Love throws the ball well. I think they're good against the run. AJ Dillon's out. Jones has been hot. So, um, you know, Reed's been the main man the last few weeks. But the Bears, I've said this to you, I'm, I'm, if whoever's quarterback next year, you're going to have a great football team. I think the defense is great. The offense is Mooney's out this week, but you got um, you got more there. You got Komet. You got you got like you just got enough. And obviously, there's a couple early round picks this year. I really like what's going on at the Bears. So if I was you, right? I know you are Bears man. It's actually exciting. I think next year you'll see a lot of improvement and a lot of wins. But before I get you to answer the Justin Fields question. Do you think they can beat the Packers at Lambeau? Because this game's massive and it'll it'll be a great one to get them back. Because I know Aaron Rodgers says, we own you. Well, if nah. there's a time to say, we own you, this is the week to beat them because they need to win. What do you think? Aaron Rodgers does own the Bears, mate. But the thing is, he's gone. And what a way to end the season. I was just looking. If they finish eight and nine, the Bears, after the start that they had, it's it's a godsend. The months that Fields has just had with the, what, his ability to get more commit Herbert into the game and just manage it as opposed to the alternative where he was actually costing the defense because they were, they've been fighting their guts out the whole year and they've, they're just getting better and better. So they've made the decision hard, whether to get rid of him or draft one of these highly touted quarterbacks in the draft. What do you do? All the fans are going nuts. I, I just think now I've changed my tune from six weeks ago. You got to keep him. And I reckon they win. And it just solidifies that choice of keeping him. And then they just build around build around JF, whether they trade the pick or whatever, that, that's for the offseason. But I reckon the Bears can upset him here and Fields to brush one in on his legs. 
Do you think if Fields gets the win this week, they keep him? If he doesn't, that's why they'll look. Do you think this game is huge on that decision? It's a bit of show us what you know. Nah, nah, I reckon, I reckon, no, nah, I reckon they're already keeping him. I reckon he's, it's already, they just can't, they just can't get rid of him after the past six weeks. Like they've shown, he's shown that he can play and he's going to keep improving as well. Um, from the last six, like that's a good, that's a good um, showcase six weeks. Or that's a good sample size now that he's been able to back it up. I reckon they keep him and they either get that wide, wide receiver, Harrison Jr. or trade down, bolster the defense even more and get Fields a couple of weapons later. But I reckon they keep him. Yeah, don't mind it. I I, I don't know, actually. I, I'm not a big, I, I think, I think the defense is giving Fields a great opportunity. I don't think Fields is as good as you think. I reckon if I could get Caleb Williams or that one of these other guys, I'd get him. I think when you put a quarterback in a good defense straight away, you get a CJ Stroud year. I reckon if there's a year to enter the league uh, and play quarterback, you want to go to the Bears next year because I reckon they've got a good, mature list. But anyway, we'll soon. I mean, Fields is deadly with his legs, but he's been so inconsistent. And uh, I know it's a small sample size, but yep, we'll, we'll find out. Um, yeah, I, I'd love to see an upset. I'd love to see, when I say upset, I'd love to see the Bears win this. Just to really, I don't know, the Packers have always owned them and whatnot. I'd love to, you know, flip the script and head into the uh, the off season for them, knowing that Justin Fields is that guy because he's just done that and whatnot. It's a good story, good momentum for the uh, for their team. And hopefully next year they can have a quarterback that can throw some passing yards over, what is it, 3,800. It's, it's amazing that your Bears have never had a quarterback in 101 years, Rat. I don't understand and even know why. I don't even know why you support them. Like, what what brought you to supporting the Bears? What what player was it? <laughs> no, I wasn't a player, mate. I have family friends that live there, stayed with them, and I was there for three weeks and managed to get to uh, three games, actually. So it's just one of those ones. First game, first, second, and third NFL game. So they just had me. I love it, mate. I love it. Well, I reckon you yeah, might be good timing. Let's move on. Um, the Eagles take on the Giants. The Eagles lost to fucking Arizona last week, which shocked me. It was a massive loss. I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, but they've given that number one seed to Dallas if Dallas win this week. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'd have to check that, but I think that's the case. So it was a huge loss. Now, Eagles, are, Eagles. I mean, take the emotion out of it. Get a graph. Be analytical about it. The Eagles' back end of the year looks like AJ Brown's form. And the reason I say that, again, one of my better bets last week, no good. AJ Brown, non-existent. I don't understand. Julio Jones gets two touchdowns. I think Goddard might have got one. He got 50 yards. Received. Like, he's just nowhere. He's a bit like Stefan Diggs, just not getting the love. But Diggs and the Bills are winning. They're not winning. So this week, they can't take risks. He should get 15 targets for me. If I'll be throwing the ball, getting running some deep routes one-on-one, I just think AJ Brown has been missing the last two months. And this is the week. I'm going to stick with him again. I think it's been five weeks I've stuck with him. But with Smith out, it becomes a simple game plan. You've got probably Jones in the slot. You've got Goddard working in the middle of the field. And you've got, you've got AJ Brown doing anything and everything. And against the Giants, I reckon he can get them. So that's one thing. But the other thing I really like in this game is Saquon Barkley, anytime touchdown, I reckon he can run the ball in this Eagles defense. Their defense is a bit weak in the middle of the field. I think they can attack that. Um, and we did know Slayton gets an incentive just to play. So you can't bet on that. But um, congratulations to Slayton if he just walks on the pitch, even though that met life turf's a bit rough. Uh, mate, I'm going to tip the Eagles. I think they'll win easily and comfortably. Um, oh, 
not easily and comfortably. Maybe it is a closer game than I think. But I just think AJ Brown and Hertz will manage this game. Swift will get going with his legs and uh, they'll take this one out. What do you think? Yeah, I think Philly win, mate, but I still think this could be an arm wrestle. Um, the stats that come out that Hurts over the last month has been in the bottom five quarterbacks against the Blitz, and that's exactly what the Giants like to do. And word on the street is that the defensive coordinator is going to get the ass after this season. They're going to keep the head coach but sack the coordinator. So I reckon he's just going to go Blitz, 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 because, one, that's their bread and butter, but also Hurts doesn't go well against the Blitz. So I, I reckon the result could be a lot closer than what we think. Um, and in saying that, if they're going to bring the blitz, he gets the ball out quick. Mate, I might go. I nearly jumped off the couch last week when I saw Julio Jones get over. I might have another little double in that. I reckon they might get within the goal zone, as you like to call it. And I reckon they're just, look for him now. Like, he's got the taste for it. I reckon he's going he's to get hungry and get in there. So I'm going to go Julio Jones again to get over. I love it. Yeah, mate. I wish I had him in it. He pays like $11 for a touchdown. This week he'll come in. Because Smith's out. But he had two. I'm like, Julio Jones got two? Are you kidding? I think some American put a bet on like 100 bucks. They won like eight. I think they won like 10 grand or something. It was like on DraftKings. So it was hilarious. But I think there's four bets placed. They put a stat up in the whole world that had, had Julio Jones with two receiving touchdowns or two anytime touchdowns. Hilarious. Um, oh, mate, you're right. If they blitz, does that mean Jalen Hurts uses his legs? You know what I mean? QB just bang just gets it, runs, because he knows it's coming? Or do you think he's, he's just lining up A.J. Brown? See, I'm talking quickly here because I can visualize an A.J. Brown slant, quick blitz, one-on-one -on -one backfield, off he goes, 80-yard touchdown. Like, can you visualize that? <laughs> now that you say it, yes, but that's the thing. They've been blitzing, and before the, before he actually gets to his reads, hurts. like they're on him. That's the thing. They've been getting to him that quick that it's actually hard for him to get the ball to the receiver. So I think it goes the other way. He either takes off straight away or they're just going to do a better job of protecting him so he can actually let one down the field. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to stick with him. Hurts has really hurt me um, the last couple of weeks, and so has AJ Brown, but they're just such a – AJ Brown is such a beast – He's not injured. He's fine. So with Smith out, I expect his target share to be raised, if not doubled. And, and you know, Hertz will have a bit more of a simple focus. I think it's very easy. He should know where he's going. He might be doing less reads and just bang, run the ball or look for AJ. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be a good game to watch. Broncos taking on the Raiders. I won't talk too quickly. I don't really like talking about the Broncos. I'm not a fan of their head coach and what they've been doing. Um, just sloppy game plan, hard to watch. Raiders, again, played the Chiefs two weeks ago. Hard to watch. They, Devontae Adams, we told everyone last week, Devontae Adams will go really well. He did. Um, we also said Jonathan Taylor gets a great matchup, and he did score. Um, this week, Broncos, running backs, hard to know, man. They've got three in the, back room, in the running back room. I don't know who's going to get what. It's just so hard to pick their offenses, uh, the, the Broncos. And we know um, Devontae Adams gets our man to 10. So I kind of turn my attention to Myers and the running back. But yeah, I, mate, I've got nothing for you here. I, that doesn't interest me, this game at all. What do you think? Doesn't interest me at all, mate. If there's a market for Aiden O'Connell, the quarterback of the Raiders, to throw a pick, I'll be taking that because last year, uh, <laughs> last week he was he was quite reckless. And now with a better secondary at Denver, I reckon he might find himself on the back of a couple picks. But other than that, oh, I still reckon the Raiders win. I don't think they've got enough with uh, Jared Stidham at quarterback there to um, really challenge the Raiders. Well, Stidham was from the um, Raiders. So it'll be a little uh, interesting game. Maybe he airs it out. 
we'll find out. The Chiefs taking on the Chargers. They're resting all their players, the Chiefs. The Chargers, I think, might be favorites. Eckler needs 110 yards. Um, that's all-purpose yards uh, to get his 100K bonus, which is not a lot. They've got nothing to really play for. They rested a few last week. I haven't seen the teams. But the Chiefs will have a lot out. So you probably think the Chargers could win this. But in saying that, you wouldn't know what's going to happen because there's... It's just an ugly, ugly Charger team at the moment. They're banged up and they're ready for 2024 uh, to start. And I know it's 2024 now, but they're looking for next year is what I was trying to say. Man, I've got nothing for you. I'll just leave it at that. Maybe Austin Eckler gets over. He knows he's got the incentive. Maybe told the quarterback, give me the ball. I don't know, but there's nothing I really like here. And to be honest, the Chiefs offense, if Mahomes was playing, it's not like they're flying either. I wouldn't say they, I mean, they'd wipe the Chargers, but... Everyone keeps tipping the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. And it makes me sick. The Chiefs are playing horrific on offense. Defense is good. Their offense is not clicking. It's not a... I mean, if they win it this year, I'll repeat this and I'll clip it up. There's no way known they're going deep. They'll get wiped straight away. They're just... They're going to be on the road. I'm sick of people pumping them up. I know they're, mate, they're an amazing outfit. They've done some incredible things. But I think their time's up this year. Maybe next year. They need to go get some receivers. But they've got nothing going for them on offense. Kelsey's banged up. I'm telling you, his ankle's crook. He's had a really quiet year. People keep tipping him. Um, anyway, I know they're not playing this week, but I just want to put the you know put the feelers out, guys. Calm down on the Chiefs. I'm, I know I'm a Ravens man, but the Chiefs aren't going to be there. I got the Bills above the Chiefs. They got my you know. There's other teams there that I just don't think the Chiefs can do much. Anyway, I'm putting that out there, Rat. I'll let you make your own decision. What do you think, Chiefs and Chargers? Um, oh, I think the Chiefs win. I didn't like what I saw from the Chargers backup quarterback last week in Eastern Stick. I don't think he's got it in him, so it's going to go the Chiefs here. I'm sure he'll actually be playing quarterback for him, but um, yeah, I'm just going to have to go the Chiefs here. Their backup's pretty good. If it's a, is it Henny? I'm not sure if it is, but he, yeah, he's that's coming right. He's actually a good quarterback, so yeah, that would yeah. no, be good, mate. Dead rubber. But the next one's a good one. Rams taking on the 49ers. 49ers will want to win. Um to maintain the one, am I correct in saying that? Although they got that clinched. I think the one might... I'm unsure. No, one's clinched. One's clinched. Okay. Because they do have a 12 and 4 record and then obviously Eagles and Dallas and they're all 11 and 5. So anyway, Rams will need to keep winning. Um, this game's going to be competitive. That's what we need to say anyway. No, so... mate, the Ram... no, the Rams are in. So Stafford's resting. Oh. Stafford's out. Rams are in. Sorry, fantastic by you. I knew that was. The, I knew there was one more. So, so this is a dead rubber for the Rams. This is a dead rubber. So Carson Wentz is starting at quarterback That's for the right. Rams. Um, and Puka Nakua um, needs to go off. I think it's for 134 yards to break the rookie receiving yard record. So we know Wentz likes to air the ball out, and Puka needs these yards. So look, I've I've been thinking about this all week, regardless of the. Sam Fran D, I'm going to go Carson Wentz uh, passing yards over, even though he'll probably throw a few picks within there. Um, I'm still going to take his passing yards over. Does, do, so thanks for correcting me because I, I missed that one. I'm That's why you're here. You're the king. What is the plan <laughs> here with Sam Fran? I think McCaffrey's got a sore calf. Mitchell will be more important now, so they wouldn't want to get him going. So your third string, are they going to be rolling around with like Ayuk and Debo or Kittle? Like what's, are they all resting? No, in- as we said, right, these teams that have, Oh, well, hypothetical dead rubbers. There's still not enough spots to rest everyone. So they'll, I reckon they'll rest their five to eight guns and then everyone else is still going to be getting the snaps. And then you might see in the last quarter that a few of the spuds are getting on. 
Yeah, okay. Monitor it. It's going to be a tough week for props in that one. Um, that, That's normally a really good game to watch. So the fact that they're resting, it's we might see the matchup another time. But yeah, anyway, we'll move on because this game won't be a dead rubber. Pretty sure Cowboys need to win um, to maintain their position in their conference. They take on the Commanders. Horrific pass defense. C.D. Lamb, if you missed last week, exploited the lines. Cook did as well. Ferguson still hasn't scored a touchdown. He's cost me thousands, as we all know. I announced it last week. Still can't get over it, right? Um, he didn't score last week. And Pollard's been disappointing. There's not been, I haven't seen any incentives flying around. But all I know is the commanders, they are a pass funnel, man. Dak's going to have a field day, you'd think. It is on the road, though. It is on the road. So I would tip the Cowboys to win. I would tip CD Lamb, which would be paying nothing. Um, for all your yards. And uh, I've been impressed with Terry McLaurin's last few weeks. He's a guy I'm naturally drawn to, uh, if I'm honest. If I think about last week's game, Montgomery got them. Laporta got going late. Amon Ra was good, even though I thought Gilmore would lock him up. So maybe Gilmore goes to Terry. But again, if they're up, if they're up by a bit, they might rest. It's going to be a hard one. I can't confidently speak about this game like I speak about Houston taking on the Colts and the game that's coming up next. What do you think? Yeah, I think Dallas win easy, mate. Wouldn't be surprised if CD Lamb. Oh, and on that, sorry, the race for uh, receiving yards, uh, Tyreek Hill is ahead of CD Lamb this year by 60 yards. So that's something that I think that they will actually want to win. So I wouldn't be surprised if CD goes for 150 to nearly 200 yards just to get him the receiving title. And then we see in the late game as well, Tyreek Hill trying to back that up and uh, block CD on the other end. So that's a little battle there between the two best wide receivers in the comp this year uh, to yeah keep posted on, on the weekend. Great spot by you. It means a lot to us. We've got that future punters bet, um, future bet for our punters club. With it, you put on Tyreek Hill now. Um, just a quick tip, Cowboys Commanders. You're tipping Cowboys, I'd imagine. Cowboys, mate. The, this is – so we're a bit nervous now, we are, uh, because we thought Ty- Tyreek Hill was locked. And this is why I'm even more nervous. Tyreek Hill's house burnt down this week. <laughs> Sorry, and, I shouldn't laugh at that. But I like, know, yeah, it's terrible. It's just... Yeah, no, I know you're just – bit. but he was caught on camera in a moon boot because he got out of his car quickly because he was like – fuck, my house is burning down. And there was a sky cam out of a helicopter that caught him in a moon boot is the male. Is that a precautionary thing or should we be concerned because he's had that ankle? Because if it's in a moon boot and CD goes for 150, according to my calculations, we need about 87 yards. No, he's got to play. He's got to play, mate. That's just probably one of those ones relieving a bit of pressure earlier in the week out of the ankle joint. You know how it is, mate. Oh, I the, hope the so. Gun, the and guns always get up, mate. You know what it's like. Us battlers, we need to train all week just to fucking oh, put our yeah. hand up. The, 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 the guys that are penciled in every week, they, they just need to roll out captains around and oh, then they play, mate. But us oh, battlers, we're, we're doing it hard on the, on the rebound the oh, nets early in the week, aren't we? Oh, mate. They don't even get it. I go, Doc, me ankle's sore, mate. Sorry, the moon boot's a little taken. You know, they don't even get a moon boot on the ankle. Yeah, that's mate. all right. Sorry, Fifey's got both of them. <laughs> mate, this game is a cracker. So Bills can potentially miss out if they lose this, but if they win, they can go to the second seed. So they're like winning in. And it's at, um, this one's in Miami. Correct me if I'm wrong, Rat. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm reading off Sleeper. It's in Miami, mate. In Miami. Yeah, so it's in Miami. Now, whether it's going to be a night game, uh, so it takes out the weather, which is good. 
This Miami defense just lost Chubb last week uh, with an ACL, which is flattening. So they lost a massive piece on defense. Josh Allen has ran a touchdown every single week since, you know, this week. This season he's pretty much scored every week. So my best in this is Allen rushing touchdown. I think the Bills win. And I think Tyreek Hill playing from behind goes for about 130. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's going to be an absolute shootout, mate. Uh, both teams haven't really been able to stop anyone too much. Um, yeah, I reckon Tyreek Hill goes off. Um, I think A-Chain will go well this week as well. Um, it might be the dirty double with the running back and number one receiver yards over for both of them. So I think Miami win. You go Miami. So Bills lose. You know they can potentially miss that on finals. Yep. I just can't see the Bills losing. Well, it's going to be an amazing game. I'm glad that's the last game because the other games are, as we spoke about, a bit disappointing. But there's some crackers in there. If we go through it, guys, to recap, the really important games, Texans playing the Colts, winner goes in. Buccaneers need to beat the Panthers on the road. They should. Baker Mayfield gets $2 million. Bengals will play Browns while Browns will rest. So you'd think the Bengals will get going at home. Vikings and Lions, big game. They'll both be trying. Jets and Patriots. Patriots could be the last Bill Belichick's last game. Falcons and Saints, they're competitive. They're going hard. Jags and Titans, competitive. Titans are angry. Uh, could be the last time we see Derrick Henry, according to the Rat. Seahawks cards. Seahawks need a win, even though I think they're in, but they might need to keep winning. Bears and Packers both need a win. Competitive. Eagles and Giants, competitive. So there's actually some good ones. Broncos, Raiders, don't worry about it. Chiefs and Chargers, don't worry about it. Rams and 49ers, don't worry about it. Cowboys, Commanders, probably worry about it. But the big game, the best game, I think, on the whole slate is the Bills taking on the Dolphins at Miami. It's going to, our future better be relying on Tyreek Hill to go off if C.D. Lamb goes off. I can't wait, Rat. One more week until wildcard week, which is the best week, I reckon, on the whole season because all the best teams are playing and it's do or die. But it's a bit sad as well, Rat. That's us done. I thank you. I appreciate everyone that tunes into our podcast. We've done this as late but as early as possible. This week's been challenging for all kinds of reasons. We thank you for your support. Um, if uh, There's a few other things we want to announce as well. Tom Brady, he's coming to town. He's going to be in Brisbane. I know that everyone in Melbourne's probably bought a ticket. It's sold out down here, but in Brisbane, there's still tickets available. So, we're going to be pumping up some stuff. Stay tuned for a really cool competition. I'm going to let you in on a secret. We're going to give away five tickets to Tom Brady in Brisbane, GA, but we're going to be able to sneak you down for a photo. Huge. I haven't told anyone this. I haven't even told Rat that. We're going to be doing an Instagram competition tomorrow night, just waiting on the assets once I've got them. It might be Monday night unless we don't get them in time, but it's coming this week, so stay tuned for that. And if you miss out, buy tickets. We'll be there. Um, I'm sure the rat will drive down the freeway. I'll get him a ticket. But it's big. So that's massive. This week's massive. We'll have our best bets up Sunday night. Um, but good luck tomorrow if you're watching the Steelers-Ravens game and the Colts versus Houston uh, in, a, in a must win. Rat, anything else before I conclude? Very good, mate. Good luck with all that. Very good. Thank you. And as always, you know, we always say, but Rick Sywear, guys, Discount code ACES, 20% off, free express shipping. Say the train sent you, you'll get a hat. Happy days. Rat, I've got to send you a Christmas present still. Um, I'll hopefully see you in town soon. But, mate, good luck. Send me your best bets through. 
And uh, everyone out there, thanks for your support. And we'll see you next week on the Oz American Aces NFL podcast.